0: Hey everyone, it's George from TXP and today is the 23rd of October 2023. Now look guys, historically October has shown some bullish indicators for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, so we'll definitely go and discuss what is going on in the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now look guys, unfortunately, one of the reasons why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is probably heading towards the moon, that is because of the fake news which is published by Cointelegraph. Now so far as the news regarding Bitcoin's spot ETF is concerned, most likely, it'll take a couple of months for Bitcoin Spot ETF to be approved. And what I think, is it most likely may not happen in 2024, but most likely in 2025, until and unless we get a new administration involved. But these are my thoughts and opinion. Now, so far as news regarding Crypto and Coffee date is concerned, we're going to start off by discussing US government stash on Bitcoins. And there are roughly $5 billion worth of Bitcoin that the US government definitely holds at this point of time. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss some data. And guys, in the world of Ripple or XRP, there is some massive news and that is regarding the US Security and Exchange Commission and they have decided to drop the lawsuit against Ripple executives but it's important to remember that they are definitely aggressively still going after Ripple or XRP so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. And guys, I'm a massive proponent of Lightning Network and a lot of the Bitcoin maximalists and some of the OGs in the cryptocurrency world also feel that Lightning Network, not Blockchain, is the biggest innovation but looks like we have found out some vulnerabilities of our lightning network is concerned and there is possibility of a backdoor or some kind of access that will be given out to other people and the entire bitcoin network could be severely damaged so we'll definitely go and discuss some lightning network vulnerabilities. Now look guys in the world of geopolitical chaos and economic crisis it is really hard to predict what is going to happen next but one of the economists that is Peter Schiff who is a massive gold bug He has made another economic prediction. Now look, guys, personally, I love Peter Schiff. I do listen to all of his podcasts, and he might not be a massive advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but every information that he says regarding gold or regarding economic condition does make a lot of sense. But one of the drawbacks about Peter Schiff is he often makes predictions that the economy is going to have a downturn, and he's been doing that going back to 2002-2005, and when the prediction did actually happen in 2008, he got all the credit, So what he does is he always keeps on saying that the world is heading towards a recession. Now if you keep on saying that, it is definitely possible that one out of the million times that he says, it does actually turn out to be true. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss Peter Schiff's 275th economic prediction. And guys, like we do in every Clipped and Coffee Day podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news, guys, has to do with metaverse. And the news is that the General Directorate of Residency in Foreign Affairs, also called as GDRFA, are definitely having their play in the metaverse. So we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that. And the second news, guys, I might have covered two or three times in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast. And this is to do with Standard Charted. Now there is an update to that, and it looks like they're definitely going ahead and launching Crypto Custody Service in Dubai. So definitely positive news, I guess. So quite a lot to cover, guys, in today's episode. So let's kickstart with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto Coffee Edit, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE, and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee or Tape has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics, saying the industry can help you stay up to date on the latest developments, we will bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space, and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionising industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee At. Eight. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee Attaid. And let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and the metaverse, and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee A Day, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE, and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE, and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto and Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kick start today's episode, I have an important message. So check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the blockchain DXB journey. Firstly, Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and mena the region with over two decades of experience. Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as ZEISS, DJI, Hasselbad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well, and Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they are taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they are focusing on three P's, that is people, planet and prosperity. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing guys, they also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen, guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalup Group, a luxury retail and distributor, which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal, guys. They are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space. They are going to be shaping the NFT, metaverse, and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent, not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Shalup Group's Web 3.0 sneak, a brand called Soulmates, revealed their first nft collection on the 12th of april now what is really interesting is that it's called as soulmates so it's spelled as s for sugar o for orange l for larry now instead of e they've replaced it with web 3 and it is the number three mates dot xyz and guys listen charlotte group has over half a century's worth of experience in luxury goods and then getting into the nft space is a massive deal now if you're a sneakerhead you definitely need to check out Soulmates.xyz, and once again guys the number is three instead of an e it has all the information and in the show notes below you'll get all the information and listen guys if you want to be an early adopter you can also pre-mint it at xyz forward slash soulmates So definitely check it out and they have a discord community as well and guys nick who is the head of corporate innovation at charlotte group and also the co-founder of soulmates has a whatsapp group very constantly provides updates in the area of nfts metaverse and web 3.0 so guys check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the soulmates og nft that is definitely going to shape the industry next listen guys there are three things i'm absolutely passionate about one is death metal ice cold beer and the third one is extreme sports that is Tough Muddo. And Tough Mudder, guys, is a series of obstacle and mud runs that'll push your physical and mental limits without the pressure of competition. It's essentially a community that is built on teamwork and overcoming obstacles where stepping outside of your comfort zone is the actual reward. And my big question is, guys, when was the last time you did something wild for the very first time? Now, listen, guys, Tough Mudder Arabia has a formidable team, and one of the events does actually take place on the 14th of October and Tough Mudder Arabia guys is putting across a series of events this year and next year. And the first big event takes place on Fujairah Adventure Park on the 14th of October. So look at the show notes below. You'll find the registration link. And if you're someone who's in Dubai, there are two days of back-to-back Tough Mudder events as well that takes place on the 11th and the 12th of November at the iconic Jebel Ali Race. And finally, guys, in the second quarter of 2024, there's a massive event taking place in Russell Kaimau and that takes place on the 20th of April 2024. Now listen guys, if you want to season pass, it is at a discounted price. So look at the show notes below for the discounted price. And guess what guys, they have two different distances as well. 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers. And if you have kids, get your kids along. So check out the show notes below to find out more information regarding Tough Mud, Arabia. Next. Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs, with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next. Guys listen, if you are into fitness, if you are into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Face Podcast. So check out The Race Face Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Face Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to spartan race. From Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gov Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have doubled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's Hardware Wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kickstart by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now the global cryptocurrency market as of now is at 1.16 trillion dollars and since the last 24 hours it is up by 1.96% now if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume over the last 24 hours guys it is still ridiculously low but if you were to compare the numbers on mondays in the early hours of middle east which technically is still sunday in the western countries the numbers are definitely greater 38.28 billion dollars but if you were to compare these numbers to the previous years, let's say going back to 2018, 19, 20, 21, it is definitely ridiculously small. Now, as of today, guys, 23rd of October, the total cryptocurrency market volume is down by 7.40% since the last 24 hours. Now, what is a bit surprising is that the volume of DeFi has definitely picked up pace, and it has crossed the $4 billion mark. And to be honest, guys, in 2023, this might just be the very first time it has crossed the $4 billion mark, and it is at $4.23 billion dollars. And this to happen on early hours in Monday in the Middle East, which is technically Sunday in most part of the world, is definitely a big deal. But unfortunately, guys, the total daily lock hasn't been reflected a lot. It is still below the $40 billion market, $38.97 billion. And since the last 24 hours, guys, DeFi is accounting for 11.05% of the total crypto market 24-hour volumes. Now, mind you guys, these numbers are still ridiculously low. And as I mentioned earlier, in 2020, 2021, 2022, on an average given day, the total cryptocurrency market volume used to hover somewhere between the 8 to 14 billion dollar mark. Now, as of now, it is still ridiculously low, but it is definitely the best numbers in 2023. Now, so far as total value locked is concerned, Lido is still dominating with 13.92 billion dollars, and one major, guys, which I'm keeping an eye on is decentralized to centralized exchange, and it is at 20%. Now, keep a track on these numbers, guys, on Tuesdays on Wednesdays. For some odd reason, the number tends to pick up on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, but so far as the decent last exchange volume is concerned, Uniswap volume is definitely leading the pack at $760.49 million, Pancake Soap guys is at number 2nd at $191.07 million, Maverick Protocol at number 3rd at $88.79 million, Core Finance guys at number 4th at $65.60 million, and Farley Dodo at $53.76 million. Now the volume of stablecoins guys, is at $34.38 billion in stablecoins, is accounting for 89.70% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume, and Tether USDT is clearly leading the pack at $27.32 billion, and Circle USDC at $4.07 billion, and finally Binance BUSD at $560.6 million, and guys, over the weekend I was listening to an episode by one of my favorite podcasts to be honest called Bankless, And they were actually discussing where a lot of trading volume so far as the usdt is concerned is going on and surprisingly guys a lot of the transactions are actually taking place in tron usdt in tron blockchain and not in ethereum a bit of a surprise to be honest now guys let's look at the market cap 24 hour trading volume and dominance between bitcoin and ethereum and to be honest guys there is a very high possibility in the next couple of hours The market cap of bitcoin might cross the 600 billion dollar mark and as of now it is at 597 billion dollars now since the fake news by cointelegraph regarding Bitcoin's spot etf approval bitcoin's market cap has definitely bumped up the most unfortunately ethereum's market cap is definitely moving but it is definitely moving at a ridiculously low pace but as of now guys it has crossed the 200 billion dollar mark it is at 201.4 billion dollars now if we look at the 24 hour trading volume A lot of the transactions are actually taking place in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $17.3 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $8.1 billion. Now, so far as the dominance of Bitcoin is concerned, guys, because of BlackRock getting into the Bitcoin Spot ETF game, Bitcoin's dominance is definitely heading towards the moon. And as of now, it is at 51.40%. Unfortunately, Ethereum's dominance is going down at 17.41%. Now, guys it's gonna be really interesting to see most likely a breaking news if we do get some positive update regarding bitcoin spot etf unfortunately i don't see that happening a bitcoin spot etf approval most likely might happen when the republicans take the house but let's see how things goes now this week guys what i'm going to be discussing is decentralized apps across different blockchain protocols and in today's episode we'll be looking at decentralized apps that are currently working only on ethereum blockchain so first thing guys what i'm going to be discussing is the fiat value of incoming token transfers from unique active wallets to decentralized app smart contract over a period of time and over a period of time is most likely 24 hours now it's really important to note guys that these decentralized apps are currently working under different blockchains as well and the first metric that i'll be reading out will be in terms of dollar amount and then guys what i'm going to be doing is comparing it with number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract over a period of time. So the second matrix that I'm going to be reading out is more of an interaction with the unique active wallets and in certain cases, you might see the interactions ridiculously low, but that does not mean that those many people are using the smart contract. It just means that there are so many smart contracts and under these smart contracts, there might be hundreds if not thousands of people actually interacting with it now the number one decentralized app that is currently operating in Ethereum blockchain and another blockchain is Uniswap version three, and if you look at it in terms of dollar amount, it is 2.24 billion dollars. And so far as unique active wallet interaction is concerned, it is 10,300. The second one, guys, is Balancer. In terms of dollar amount, it is 665.21 million dollars. And if you look at the number of unique active wallets interacting or performing transactions with decentralized app smart contract. Since the last 24 hours, it is 245 and as I mentioned earlier guys, this does not mean that 245 people are using it. What it means is that there are 245 smart contracts and under these smart contracts, there might be hundreds if not thousands of people using it. Now the third one guys is Uniswap version 2 and in terms of dollar amount, it is $97.29 million. In terms of user interactions, it is similar to Uniswap version 3 but it is significantly higher at 10000 430. The number 4th is 1 inch network. In terms of dollar amount, it is 86.08 million dollars. In terms of interactions, it is 5,180. And the number 5th is COW shop. In terms of dollar amount, guys, it is 82.86 million dollars. In terms of interactions, it is 1,090. And guys, listen, it is so critical to understand that we need to compare these volumes with current apps that are working on iOS or maybe Android. And unfortunately, guys, the numbers are extremely, extremely scary. We talk so much about decentralization and distributed consensus, and people having self-sovereign identity. Unfortunately, guys, the fact is people are just not using decentralized apps. Now, even if you look at these numbers, most of them have to do with cryptocurrency exchanges. I would really like to see the numbers at least ten times, or maybe even hundred times, of what it is right now. Now, guys, before we look at the king of all kings let me run through a very critical project called balancer and to be honest guys in order for decentralized money to go mainstream we definitely need to look at DeFi protocols in detail so let me go ahead and briefly explain what balancer is who the founders are and what are some of the unique features and now so far as balancer is concerned guys it is a decentralized finance platform built on ethereum blockchain and it is designed to provide a way for users to create and participate in pools of digital assets and these pools can manage multiple tokens and Balancer ensures that the assets in these pools are automatically balanced, meaning that the related proportions are maintained even as token price changes. Now, so far as the founders are concerned, Balancer was created by Fernando Martellini and Mike McDonald, and the project began as a research initiative at a software firm called BlockS in 2018. And Fernando Martellini has a background in entrepreneurship and has co-founded several companies like McDonald, And he's also the CTO of Balancer and he's also the security engineer and creator of MKR Tools. Now so far as the unique features of Balancer is concerned, they have multi-asset pools, customizable deposits, automatic rebalancing, liquidity provisions, arbitrage opportunities. So let me go ahead and break down what these are. Now so far as multi-asset pools are concerned, Balancer allows the creation of pools with more than two tokens and this sets it apart from other DeFi platforms that typically use pairs of tokens, For example, a balancer pool could use three or four more different types of token, and so far as customizable deposits is concerned, users can choose how much of each token to deposit in a balancer pool, allowing for flexibility in portfolio management, and this contrasts with some other platforms where a 50-50 split is common, and so far as automatic rebalancing is concerned. Balancer smart contracts automatically adjust the proportions of tokens in a pool to maintain the original set weights, and this feature ensures that pool remains balanced as token prices fluctuate and so far as liquidity provision is concerned guys, users who provide liquidity to balancer pools are rewarded with balancer pool tokens, also called as bpt's which represent their share in the pool and so far as arbitrage opportunity is concerned, balancer enables users to make profits by taking advantage of price differences between tokens in a pool as well as reduce slippage that is the difference between expected and actual price and so far as this token is concerned guys that is called as BAL that is B for bravo a4Alpha, Alpha, lari And Balancer did actually go out and introduce his governance token called SPAL going back to June of 2020. And this token guys is used to decentralize the platform decision making and to incentivize liquidity providers and a total of 100 million Balancer tokens were created. And so far as the tokenomics is concerned, 25 million of these tokens were dedicated to the team, co-developers, investors and advisors, 5 million for Balancer ecosystem funds, to incentivize strategic partners 5 million for fundraising fund to support the project's operations and growth and the remaining tokens guys were owned by liquidity providers on the platform at a rate of one hundred and forty-five thousand per week now so far as the security of balancer is concerned balancer places a strong emphasis on security and the platform has undergone three orders by respected firms that is trail of bits consensus and open zeppelin and they did this order to ensure that its smart contracts are secure And what is also important to know that there are no admin keys or backdoor making it completely trustless, and Balancer also carefully evaluated and restricts tokens that don't comply with ERC-20 standards, so in some regards, Balancer offers a unique DeFi experience by enabling the creation of multi asset pool, customizable deposits, automatically balancing and opportunities for users to earn rewards through their BIO tokens, and it's needless to say that security is a top priority for Balancer. And so far as the availability of the token is concerned guys, I'm pretty much sure you can get it on Binance, Kraken, even on OKEX. Now guys, let's discuss the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. And Bitcoin guys has crossed the $30,000 mark, and it is currently at $30,567. This just shows you guys the power of fake news, had Telegraph not put out the fake news regarding Bitcoin's 4 ETF. I'm really not sure if the price of Bitcoin would have pumped up or not, but so far as the price is concerned since the last 24 hours, It is up by 2.17%. And since the last 7 days, it is up by 10.01%. Ethereum gas has crossed the $1,600 mark. It is at $1,673. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 2.44%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 5.52%. Binance BNB Coin gas is at $219. Since the last 24 hours, it is up by 2.45%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 3.03%. And look, guys, if you're one of the listeners who likes looking at charts and graphs, what I'd really recommend you to do is Glassnodes tend to provide the weekly insights every Mondays, and most likely the report gets published around 5 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So please go ahead and look at that. And what that report does is it gives you an overall snapshot on what is going on in the world of Bitcoin, in the world of Bitcoin from an investors' point of view, from Bitcoin miners' point of view as well. And along with Glassnodes, even CoinShares they tend to provide a weekly snapshot. It is a bit concise, short and sweet, and I did actually have the opportunity to interview James Butterfell, who is the head of CoinShares, so most likely in tomorrow's episode guys, I'll definitely run through that report, so it'll give us some indication on what is going on, so far as investments pulling into Bitcoin in particular are concerned. So those were the price related information guys, now let's discuss the stash of Bitcoin the US government has, now listen guys, the US government has 5 billion dollars in Bitcoin. And it's important to note guys a stash of some 200,000 bitcoin was seized from cyber criminals in darknet market but if we do want to read through the official news this news is actually published by a Wall Street Journal and guys based on data analysis using public available filings cryptocurrency firm called 21.co has estimated that the US government currently possesses approximately 194,188 bitcoin to be precise which is valued roughly at $5.3 billion. Now listen, because it's important to note that these are just estimates and these represent the minimum holdings of the US government derived from publicly accessible data. And this, to be honest, is one of the features of open blockchain, isn't it? Now, so far as the analysis is concerned, the analysis closely monitored the movement of Bitcoin in US government wallets associated with three most significant Bitcoin seizures going back to 2020. And these include Silk Road going back to November of 2020, which involves 69,369 Bitcoin, and also the Bitfinex hacks in January of 2022, which encompassed, I believe, 94,643 Bitcoin, and also one of the famous and notorious character called James Zong, and his Caesar of 51,326 Bitcoin going back to March of 2022. Now, guys, listen, what i really recommend you to do is go to YouTube, and just type in james zong and to be honest guys he's got a really funny mysterious and interesting story i'm pretty much sure we can definitely make a funny movie out of it as well and he's one of the ogs of bitcoin now what he tried to do is he tried to hire some private detectives because some of his funds actually got lost but later on the fbi got involved and the fbi pretended to be his detectives. And in trying to help him out did go to investigate his house and he proactively told them each and everything how he actually maintained his bitcoin and 10 days later on they went ahead and arrested him so definitely a really interesting mysterious and funny story as well now guys let's discuss some interesting news and that is regarding ssc and ripples co-founders and the news essentially is that the u.s security and exchange commission will no longer pursue claims against Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse and also the executive chairman Chris Lawson that they aided and abetted the company in violating federal securities laws, cancelling a trial schedule for next year. Now guys, listen, it's so important to note that the SEC will still continue pursuing its claims against Ripple. Now regarding this news is concerned, Brad Garlinghouse did actually state, that instead of looking for criminals stealing customer funds on offshore exchanges, they were quoting political favour, and this is most likely linked to Sam Backman Freed, isn't it? So to be honest guys, this news might seem to be positive news so far as Ripple and XRP is concerned, and I'm really curious to check what happens to the price of XRP. Now guys, let's discuss some unfortunate news, and this is regarding Lightning Network. So what happened is that a security researcher and developer, Antony Reard, announced his departure from the Lightning Network development team. Now he cited concerns about security issues and fundamental challenges to Bitcoin's ecosystem as the reason behind his decision. And what he did guys, he outlined in a thread on the Linux Foundation's public mailing list. Now he actually suggests that Bitcoin community is grappling with difficult decision as a novel form of replacement cycling attacks, posing a serious threat to the stability and security of the Lightning Network. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is guys, This is extremely technical, so in the show notes below, there is a series of screenshots that does actually state how a lightning replacement cycle attack would work, now if you're a technical person, you definitely need to go out and check that. So let me try to break it down in an extremely basic way and let's see if I'm able to explain it. Now, So far as lightning network is concerned guys, it is a second layer solution built on Bitcoin blockchain and it is designed to improve scalability and efficiency of Bitcoin transactions. And they do that by enabling off-chain peer-to-peer transactions so through lightning network users can open payment channel conduct multiple transactions off-chain and finally settle the final result on bitcoin blockchain now so far as the replacement cycling attack is concerned it is essentially a new type of attack that allows the attacker to steal funds from a channel participant by exploiting inconsistencies between individual mempools and according to Riad lightning network developers grapple with these challenges including criticism surrounding the network's complexity and the demands placed on user experience. And guys, it's so important to understand guys that since its inception in 2018, the layer 2 network has gained popularity with a total value lock reaching $159.5 million. And guys, i pretty much sure I definitely talk about Lightning Network numbers reaching a new matrix. I believe it was two weeks ago. Now, these numbers might sound great. And to be honest guys, this number is ridiculously low when you compare it to Bitcoin's market cap, which I believe right now is roughly around $597 billion, isn't it? And guys, so far as the developer, Anton Raid is concerned, he plans to focus on Bitcoin code development, but he is warned about the upcoming challenges for the major cryptocurrency ecosystem. Now look guys, it's going to be really critical to see how this narrative plays out, because if there is some flaw in Lightning Network before the halving, to be honest, it'll be absolutely devastating, not just for Lightning Network, but for Bitcoin as well. And guys, a lot of the advocates of Bitcoin Cash and Roger were in particular not massive advocates of Lightning Network. He has often said that Lightning Network is lightning years away from mainstream adoption. And based on the numbers, guys, looks like he's 100% right on this. Now, guys, let's discuss Peter Schiff's 275th prediction. And guys, listen, as I mentioned earlier, I definitely like listening to Peter Schiff's podcast. I would definitely think you'll be benefited by listening to him as well. But one of the drawbacks about him is that he often keeps on saying that the world is heading towards recession, the world is heading towards depression, and he's been saying that going back to 2008. And when that thing does actually happen, he does take credit for it. Now, an article has been published by Bitcoin.com, where he's actually once again warning of deep recession, inflationary depression, and collapse of the US dollar demand. The Mario has been saying this for almost 20 years now, and he's predicting that the rapidly increasing national debt and federal budget deficit should lead to a collapse in the demand of the US dollar. Unfortunately, Kazi is not a massive advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but he's definitely a massive advocate of gold. And look as historically, unfortunately, Bitcoin has not provided to be a safe haven during times of COVID-19, during times of conflict between UK and Russia, and definitely not going to be a safe haven during the chaos that is going on in the Middle East. So those were the news guys from Crypton Coffee Date from Blockchain TXP. Now let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. And the first news is that the General Directorate of Residency and Foreign Affairs, also called as GDRFA, looks like they're heading into the Metaverse. So let me go ahead and break down what this news is all about. So Dubai's GDRFA, that is General Directorate of Residence and Foreign Affairs, has introduced a Metaverse service for customers and employees. So it allows virtual interactions with officials, eliminating the need to physically visit the department and users can connect through VR headsets. Smartphones, tablets, laptops, or desktop—it's going to be really interesting to see if this feature is actually available on Meta Quest 3 as well, because Meta Quest 3 does have some features of mixed reality and virtual reality as well. And so far as this news is concerned, visitors can interact with officials in virtual room meeting or visit MR centers for transactions, and the transactions may be redirected to a conference video call service if needed. Now, listen, guys. So far as the service is concerned. It definitely saves a lot of time, effort, and travel for users. And Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Gal Abdullah Almeri oversees the Science, Data, and Artificial Intelligence Department. And users' guys can download an app, put on wear glasses, and navigate the virtual building. When a virtual reception desk will actually assist you with inquiries. And the system can be used for virtual training and participation in events. And employees can virtually attend large-scale events in metaverse. And it looks like guys the platform simulates the real world and offers a futuristic customer experience. This to be honest guys does show some signs of metaverse. But it's going to be really interesting to see if the user experience is probably not in the form of avatars but real life images. That is something which Mark Zuckerberg is definitely working towards. And what I'd really recommend you to do is guys Mark Zuckerberg has a podcast with Lex Friedman where they actually conducted the actual event in the metaverse and they were talking about the avatar which is extremely, extremely realistic and Lex Friedman guys. He was completely blown away with how realistic the image is and how Neo Mark Zuckerberg was sitting to him in the metaverse but in the actual world, they were miles apart. So these are factors you need to take into consideration so far as metaverse is concerned. But so going back to the news regarding GDRFA in the metaverse, it does actually align with the UAE government's commitment to providing high-tech services. An artificial intelligence system monitors and analyzing social media feedback and emotions. And the cars employs artificial intelligence in issuing passports, renewing residency, and issuing permits. And 80% of the documents are issued without human intervention, while 20% involve human processing for special cases. And the platform allows pre-registrations for the smart lead services. And the GDRFA showcases eleven advanced projects at JATEX 2023, highlighting digital transformation, artificial intelligence. And innovation as well so definitely positive news but once again guys the experience has to be 10 times better than what we are currently experiencing just switching things to metaverse will definitely not cut it but definitely a brilliant and positive news not just for dubai but also in the world of metaverse now guys let's discuss second news and this is to do with started charted and they're planning to launch cryptocurrency custody services in dubai and guys this is more of a follow-up news because I'm pretty much sure it definitely covered news regarding Standard Chartered in the past. So the news essentially is that Standard Chartered plans to introduce cryptocurrency custodial services for Bitcoin and Ethereum in Dubai by quarter 1 of 2024. And look guys, the very second line of Bitcoin white paper reads, the main benefits of Bitcoin is lost if a central media or entity is required to prevent double spending and it's so critical to understand, not your keys, not your crypto. But so far as this news is concerned, the bank is in the final stages of obtaining in-principle approval to operate as a cryptocurrency broker-dealer in Abu Dhabi, over-the-counter market or OTC, and a memorandum of understanding was established between Standard Chartered and DIFC, that is Dubai International Financial Center. For collaborating on digital asset custody services, and Vakar Chaudhry, the bank's executive director of innovation, highlighted DIFC's global reach and strong regulatory framework, allowing for expansion into various jurisdictions and the bank aims to surpass local offerings by obtaining regulatory approval in multiple countries, and Vakar Chaudhry guys mentioned that the existing rail, settlement capability and service provision within traditional custodian will enable rapid network growth, once entities like Standard Chartered enter the market, and the new custodial service guys will operate with Zodia Custody, which is supported by Standard Chartered Ventures, and Zodia Custody has received approvals from regulators in UK, Ireland and Luxembourg, and recently also secured $36 million investment by SBI Holdings. Now look, as at a corporate level, this news might sound positive and great, but you always need to understand why was Bitcoin created? And if you truly understand why Bitcoin created, you would definitely not be a fan of this, because it's so important to understand that when you talk about Bitcoin, the transactions should happen peer-to-peer. Unfortunately, having a custodial services sounds great, but transactions needs to happen peer to peer. Now, granted, when there are custodial services, the end user will still have access to the custody. But what would happen if the custodial service completely disappears? Which, to be honest, has happened quite a lot of times in the past. So, I think you need to just be aware of these factors as well. But so far as this news is concerned, the UE's regulatory environment is favorable for financial institutions dealing in digital assets. And Bill Winter, CEO of Standard Chartered. Praise the balanced regulatory approach in the UAE and Standard Chartered Cards as an established presence in Dubai, which serves as a regional hub for Africa and Middle East and Zodiac markets' entry into UAE, aims to facilitate institutional investors' participation from the Middle East and African region, and Wakar Chaudhary notes the difference in market maturity in regions like UAE, Japan, Singapore, and Hong Kong, and regions that were slow to regulate crypto assets and Standard Chartered's move cars into digital asset custody market, might seem to be a significant milestone, but again it's so critical to understand why was Bitcoin created. And so far as UAE is concerned, the UAE guys as we know offers a more conducive regulatory environment compared to challenges faced by cryptocurrency firms in the United States. And this initiative by UAE could have a pivotal impact on the adoption and regulations of digital assets in the global financial landscape as well, and Standard Chartered's diversified servers include cryptocurrency custody and brokerage. And guys, listen, Dubai status as a financial hub and UAE's regulatory framework do make it an ideal location for such development. But listen, guys, me personally, I'm not a massive fan of it. That definitely might seem to be a positive news for Dubai from a corporate point of view. But it's so critical to understand the definition of Bitcoin, which is a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. So those were the news, guys. and am Coffee from Blockchain DXB. In case, if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to unfedblockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com. And guys, also check out my other website, area 271com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating, and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. DeFi and Metaverse, so let's kick start with the Ask Me series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB listening to the Ask Me series. Here, your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Simi, you asks, do you think the Israeli conflict with Palestine could actually improve the price of Bitcoin and And could it turn out to be a safe haven? Definitely massive big no. And I did mention earlier as well, unfortunately you Bitcoin has not proven to be a safe haven in terms of war, even during Covid-19. That was the perfect time where Bitcoin could have potentially tried to be a safe haven. And this unfortunately is because of the high price of Bitcoin is not it. Now unfortunately during Covid era, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did actually fall down. And Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, unfortunately, did not prove to be a safe haven during the time of Ukraine and Russian conflict, which is still going on, by the way. And to answer your question, no, I don't think the Israeli conflict in the Middle East will do absolutely anything in a positive way so far as the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is concerned. And unfortunately, see me, this goes back to the very nature of human greed. The limited supply of Bitcoin and some cryptocurrencies, and game theory, and I don't think that we might actually find a solution for it. But, Simi, what has actually taken place is that stable coins have actually turned out to be a safe haven, not necessarily for the finance world, but for the cryptocurrencies that are fluctuating in price. And my stance regarding stable coins is that they're just replacing the role of a bank. And earlier today, you know, Simi, I did actually mention about the episode by Bankless where they talk about the transactions taking place in the USD team, and they also mentioned some real crucial numbers so far as the treasuries which is owned by bitfinex as the usdt and also by circle usdc and if i understand the treasuries which are held by stable coins are currently ranked in top 20 and they definitely have overtaken treasuries even that is owned by united arab Emirates. so stable coins to be honest unfortunately or fortunately are proving out to be a safe haven not necessarily for the finance world but more to do with the cryptocurrency fluctuations, and I've always said this, I'm not a fan of Tether USDT or also coins in general because what they're doing is they're definitely replacing the role of a bank. And a few days ago, I also discussed with Tether USDT decided to go and block, I believe it was roughly around $850 million of transactions, which they claim was linked to terrorism activity which was done in Ukraine and also in Israel. Now listen, I do kind of agree with what they are saying. But when you talk about transactions taking place in cryptocurrency world, I believe these transactions should not be censored. But to answer your question, no, unfortunately, I don't think Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have in the past proved to be a safe haven. And I definitely don't think so. that they might prove to be a safe haven in the near future as well. And to be honest, one of the reasons why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are heading towards the moon, and that is because of the interview that Larry Fink, did actually have with Fox Business, and I did provide the show notes for it, where he did actually say some positive things regarding cryptocurrencies. Now look, he's a businessman, and he's getting a lot of interest by high-networthy individuals, maybe multi-millionaires and billionaires regarding cryptocurrencies, and that is probably the only reason why he's saying this. He's definitely not taking into consideration that Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies are going to be a safe haven during times of fall. So those are my thoughts about it. And that's about all, guys. So ask me anything to see some blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info@blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com And also check out my other website, area 71com that talks everything about the metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating, and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 830 a.m. we have Krypton Coffee Teeth. There we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, and other series of episodes in the crypto and coffee date it works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the past of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse, and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me series, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, UN blockchain, crypto NFTs, and of these DeFi and Metaverse. So thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.